Welcome back to episode number 44 of the Bravo Zulu podcast. In this episode, I started talking about leadership stuff. Sorry. Maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe some feelings would be hurt. Maybe something will be learned. I don't know. But also, if you're listening to it and you'd rather see my pretty face, don't forget to stop by the Bravo Zulu YouTube channel where I have the audio, uh, excuse me, the video version of this up and ready for you to uh, take a look at. And if you're not subscribed to that, go ahead and do that. Hit the notification bell so you can be alerted every time I upload a video on there. Thanks for tuning in again for another week, another episode. And we'll see you next Tuesday with a whole nother different episode. Appreciate it. I was a little slow on that uh, fade out. My bad. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Bravo Zulu podcast. Video number two going up um, on the YouTube channel. If you're listening, go check us out. The link will be in the show notes. If you're watching, thanks. Don't forget to subscribe. If you haven't, uh, hit the like button and turn on notifications uh, so you can catch the next one and some of the live streams that we do of uh, randomness. Uh, One of the next live streams is going to be Tuesday on the YouTube channel for the NBA Finals, Suns versus Bucks. Big Suns fan. Uh, times I have been streaming, streaming uh, those little like uh, little Q and As and chats and stuff. It hasn't gone well for them, so we'll try it out for Game One and see what happens. All right, so uh, tonight's episode, uh, today's recording, uh, it's a little tough to talk about for me. Uh, not because it's like super sensitive. It's just I, I'm not always that articulate with my words, and uh, it might come off bashing, as I, I know a lot of people think uh, I do regularly of the Chiefs' mess. It might come off as um, just complaining, but I, I really hope it doesn't. It really listen to it, and I, I don't think it will. So th- this is um, a couple people that have listened have told me like, oh man, like uh, kind of referred to it as like a leadership podcast. And uh, earlier in one of the episodes, I talked about that. It, it's clearly like, this is not a leadership podcast, right? I, I'm not trying to make this a leadership podcast. If it ends up um, touching you in some kind of leadership way, uh, I think that's cool. You know, if, if, if you're someone listening and, you're thinking of something I'm saying that you you could put in your leadership toolbox. I think that's awesome, but that's not um, my purpose or my intent. It's just kind of like a, a accident side. Oops. Um, and why is it? Why do I not want to make this a leadership podcast? Is I'm I don't think of myself as like that great of a leader or that um uh what's the word like learned. Right, I'm not like read in on a whole bunch of leadership things. I'm not an expert, um, and I don't want to be the uh, kind of like Charles Barkley always says, right? Uh, like I don't want to be your role model necessarily. If it's uh, if it is and it goes that way, then it's an accident. But you know, um, 
I'm definitely going to tell you as a as a leader in the Navy, right? This assumed title that is has been given to me and and you know partially earned, but also just kind of given. Um, you know, I, I'm going to tell you that straight up. You know, but uh, so go, going into this, I have some show notes. I'll be looking over here. Um, leadership is not a business, but it is a business, right? We in the Navy as chiefs or you know the war room or anyone, right, as they always say, everyone's a leader, kind of goes to my point, is it, it's not supposed to be a business. You're not supposed to be making business out of this, right? So much of what we say and do and talk about as the selfless servant leader is supposed to be selfless in, in a servant kind of way. Yet you see so many leaders not doing that. You see so many leaders serving themselves, you see so many leaders, and you, you all know if you've been listening to the show any amount of time, it's a soapbox of mine, I'm sorry, but on social media where it gives you the platform to self-service through others, that leadership, and to pass it off as you, you know, being this great leader in touch, using all the resources and all that stuff, right? Um, It, it comes off as, like, yeah, look at me, I'm doing great things, you know. But uh, I think most people see through that and, and they see um, that it's not all what it is. And I think the ones that attract to it are looking to do the same. Or maybe they just don't have a leader nearby that can actually give it to them real. And, 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 you know, that's part of the social media problem too, right? Is being able to contact and, and stay behind the screen hidden and not have to deal with the actual personal uh, uh, conflict, and I just use that word as not in a negative way, but just personal interaction um, between people. You could just do it here and be like, "Oh man, that person's great. They understand me," because that person could behind hide behind the keyboard, just like you know, on both sides they're hiding behind the keyboard, right? It's kind of guess what I'm saying. And what I'm saying is not it, it shouldn't be a business, but we're, it's turned into a business. I've talked about so many people, military and otherwise, that flipped it into. Big million dollar careers, which is cool. Do your thing. You're paying your bills. You got to provide for your family. You know, I ain't going to front and act like I don't want a fucking, you know, a million dollar business. Of course. Right. I think everyone does. Everyone who's entrepreneuring and hustling and wants to grow something into something. But I think it's um, disingenuine when you're falling back or your main um, uh, uh, product is this. Listen to me. I was this leader or I am this leader and it doesn't matter if it's business like official business capacity or otherwise, or if it's the Facebook leader, right? Listen to me. I'm a leader and this is my product that I'm, I'm selling you and not an exchange of goods selling, just selling you. Right. I uh, once heard that every conversation you have is a, a, a negotiation, right? Or is an opportunity for manipulation, Right. A leader is always trying to manipulate. Don't think of it in the negative, but just the word. I'm trying to manipulate you into doing something for me. I'm trying to sell you on something so you could do something for me. So maybe I'll do something for you. And it's an exchange of goods, an exchange of ideas, right? It, you know, we can't just think of it as like the, I got money. I'm going to give you some money and then you're going to do this for me and stuff, right? Every conversation is that opportunity, when you sit down and you're doing a CDB and you're talking to a junior sailor and you're asking them all the questions, you know, the standard questions 
uh, how long you've been in this and that, what's your intentions. Once you ask that, what's your intentions for after this enlistment, you're starting to go down that manipulation road of like, well, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? What's your plan? As you've heard in a couple of recent episodes, right? And all that. And you're going to start trying to manipulate them into doing something. Maybe it's not directly for you, but you, me, us as chiefs, the chiefs that are listening, right? Or even you as a first class doing that CDB with your sailors, it's the same thing. You're going to try to manipulate them into doing something for the Navy. Why? Because that's part of the business retention to keep it going, right? So if it's not supposed to be a business, but it is a business, and we're treating it like a business, I'm just lost, right? I think you are too. So, you know, my next line I got, uh, I was already kind of talking about this, right? It can't be selfless if all you do is talk about your leadership or how to be a great leader. And some people are like, well, you got to train and mentor. Yes, you can train and mentor. But if your training and mentoring always comes back to, you know, me, this is how I do it, 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 right? I'm a broken record there. Then you're, it's about you. You're making it about you. You're not making it about that person. You're not making it about the transaction of mentorship where you have a receiving mentee, you know, trying to receive what you're trying to bestow upon them. You're just making it about you, right? Um, You're amplifying your own voice as a leader. Why? Because every conversation is opportunity for manipulation. You're trying to convince them that you are the leader that's going to change their career, that's going to change their life, that they should follow, right? That's the biggest one, right? Leader, one leads, other, everyone follows, do, 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 right? So that's, that's the transaction. Let me talk to you. I'm going to tell you all about how I'm a great leader because I need you to follow me so we could go get this job done. And yes, that is like so much part of what needs to happen but in in the context of what I'm talking about right if it's all you talk about and all you come off as it being about you and your ways and your methods then can it really be about the other people those mentees the the, the junior sailor the co-worker right I know I always my friend always busting me about saying it's too much military you know who you are but um your co-workers whoever it is right you it has if you're going to manipulate them and it's a transaction of manipulation you're going to get more out of that transaction if it's more about them right um and then this is something i kind of i kind of said uh briefly right a leader is an applied title right that is given i was given the title leader right um and you know this is on me and my boy Frank in one of the previous episodes that if you listen to it if you haven't go back and check it out that we talked about right it is given to you as you move up the rank structure all of a sudden you become a leader right in different branches it starts happening at different spots for instance like the marines as e5 right um i think the army too right you're that nco Right, that non-commissioned officer in the in the navy we don't call them NCOs. It's just like you're still junior enlisted, junior enlisted, and then but like for the different branches, it starts breaking out at different areas, 
And then for the Navy at that E7 level is when you have that major breakout. Whereas like the Marines and other places, it's like that E6 level where it's like, you're the E6 now, you better be able to run all your shit the right way. You know, you know, if you have friends, ask them about it, ask them, you know, what, what, what have they seen in the branches that, that differ? Um, have, it, it's a term applied to positional authority that we just move up into, right? We have this positional authority. I'm that person that's in charge, right? Leading the boss. No one likes to use the word boss, but let's just, you know, put it out there for everyone listening. Got a lot of people, a lot of people listening. And I'm in this position of to hire, to fire, to assign duties, to do this, to do that. And with it, somewhere along the line, somebody said, we're going to call that person a leader. That's what we're doing. When? When did that happen? For the Navy folk, when did we start applying the term deck plate leader to leadership? I know it was long before I ever got in the goat locker. Okay, so if you're listening and you know, let me know. I don't know. Someone might bust my balls about, well, you should know the history. Save it. If you know when we started using deck plate leader, please let me know. I'd be interested because it sounds more like a marketing slogan, right, than an actual type of leader, which if you go read all those books by Maxwell, and I got a couple back there, even myself that I've read, you know, I don't think anywhere in there it says type of leader, deck plate. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Right. So again, it just sounds more like a marketing term that we've put on ourselves, which is cool. We got to market ourselves, right? Cause we got to put ourselves out there so people can see us and find us so we can manipulate that conversation into them doing something for us. So we could, you know, write it on their eval and on ours. Let's keep it a buck. Okay. Um, and, and when I say it's not often earned now, that's where I know people will be up in arms throwing that. What do you mean? I, I earned every, I'm not talking. Look, look, I always say this. If you throwing your arms up, getting mad, thinking I'm talking about you, then maybe accidentally I am. I don't know. You shouldn't be mad though. Cause it shouldn't be applied to you because you should be doing the right way. Right? Aha. Now light bulbs are going off. I see them. All right. Turn your volume up. All right. Turn the volume up. We're getting deep here. All right. It's a term applied to, uh, I say it's not often earned. Um, well, now we have to consider what is the measurement, what is the stick of measure uh, that we're qualifying earned, right? What's the definition of that? And how are we applying that to each individual? Each individual earned it their way, right? And as in the chief's mess, and I know several people out there, you know, if <laughs> if you ain't ever been on a ship, some people don't think you earned it. If you've never deployed to here or there, some people think you never earned it. If you've never, you know, left San Diego, some people think you never earned it. If you've never been overseas on a ship out of Japan, FDNF, you've never earned it. So everyone earns it a little bit different. But again, what is that measuring stick? How are we defining earned? Who defines that? Maybe your junior, excuse me, maybe your junior sailors are the ones defining that to you, chief. Or to you, boss, out there in the civilian world, maybe it's your coworkers and and your uh, you know I don't I don't like this word subordinates, right? Maybe it's them that are looking at you and saying they didn't earn it, they didn't earn the right, or maybe not the right, but the way I look at it, 
that that junior person they didn't earn it looking at the chief they didn't earn it they didn't earn the the space to be able to sit here and yap at me about this and that now they going to have to listen because chain of command right and things like that and rank structure that's right but we all damn well know in the military and in the civilian world when you've been that low man low person low woman on the totem pole right and and you've looked at that upper and you've thought that motherfucker ain't earned the right to fucking talk to me like this (laughs) it's like again let's keep it a buck y'all come on now like we've been there we've said that so maybe you need to look at your co-workers subordinates junior sailors ask them do you think i earned this you know in the navy the anchor and the other branches the stripes do you think i earned it do you want to know what i did to get here maybe that's a conversation worth having that opportunity for manipulation to manipulate them into understanding how you got there and how you earned it and maybe opening up some doors and showing some vulnerability in there right man i told you we're getting deep uh, all right, what do we got? Uh, we complain regular about not having enough formal leadership training. Okay, so I don't know out there in the civilian world because I ain't been one forever, right? But in the in the Navy, and again, I don't even know about other branches. If you're in another branch listening and you got a lot more formal training or something or, or what your methods are, please let me know. You know, we'd be interested to hear. I'll even get you on the uh, podcast for an episode so we can talk about it. But in the Navy, for a long time, like the formal brick and mortar, you know, schoolhouse training for leadership. I haven't seen it. The last time I went to a uh, class for leadership is when I put on third class in 2000, uh, five, six, seven, 2007, right? Yeah. 2007, when I put on third class, um, I went, I was in Siganella, Italy, right? And we went to, it was a, a little schoolhouse place. They did some college classes there at the end of the flight line over by the uh, uh, firehouse and stuff up there somewhere. There's maybe 20 of us in the room. There's some first classes leading it up. And that was Petty Officer Indoc. And I totally forget everything we went through. But it was at the time as a, you know, two-year sailor just putting on his first stripe. You know, I thought it was really good. I thought it was cool. I, I figured or as I can remember it now, 16 years later, I learned a lot. But other than that, I have not been to any kind of formal training uh, outside of like, outside of the command, outside of a senior person sitting down and just kind of going over some things. PowerPoints. Fast. Right? Let me know. Again, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, let me know in the comments, what formal training do you have? If you're in the Navy, let me know. What, when did you go through Petty Officer Indoc? If you're in another branch, let me know. Do you guys have regular yearly or do you, every time you put on a stripe or something, what do you get? All right. Um, so, so we're always complaining about it and we're not getting it. Now, everyone's saying there's a, there's new things happening. I'm, I, I don't know all the way in on, right? There's some enlisted leadership developments uh, and foundations and this and that. There's some outside organizations we can go to. Um, but as far as inside the Navy, the change is slowly happening. But like as with any change, they're very, very slow to turn that, you know, spigot all the way on before it's, you know, blasting out. All right. So and so then I have those who are seeking more go elsewhere outside of our organization. Right. 
And that's with most things, right? If if you want, excuse me, I'm feeling parched. If you want more education, if you want top tier education or something, you're going to have to seek it. And many people were like, well, if you want to get better, you should have to do that. Yes, you should not have to do that. It would uh, behoove you to do it. It would make you better to do it, right? You have a one on one leg up, you one arm up on others that aren't doing it. But in an organization like ours, the Navy, who preaches this leadership at all levels, but especially the senior enlisted level, right? Where I'm at, I can't speak for the wardroom. Hopefully I'll get someone on here one day, right? Um, where is that formal training to make us the leaders that we're marketing ourselves as? Now, if you're saying we don't need it and all we need is the pass down, I'd say maybe we're, you're wrong. Some things can't be taught in a schoolhouse, but a lot can, right? And it, once, you, once you take formal and experience and you put them together, that's when you actually... I believe, in my opinion, whatever it might be worth to you, is when you actually start getting some real results. And you're you're going to be sitting there like, well, okay, well, motherfucker, what formal training do you have? I don't. And that's why I said it's a sensitive subject, and I I don't like to talk about it. But when people uh, are coming to me, asking me things and saying things about leadership stuff, I'm going to make an episode about it, and I'm going to, you know, spill my beans about it. I don't have that formal training. Why? It's not that interesting to me. And uh, yeah, that's my fault, right? I'm not going to be the best leader you ever had. I'm just trying to be the leader that you need today. How about that? How many people, how many chiefs out there, how many bosses, you know, workers, employees, whatever. How many are just trying to be the best you can be today? Taking that chit reading it, talking to the sailor, figuring out what the problem is, why it's late, routing it, hand-walking it, doing whatever you need to do to get it back same day or the next day to get that sailor an answer if they could go on that emergency leave or or just on regular leave on Friday and today's Monday. And they just found out, you know, or figured or, or decided, rather, that they want to go leave Friday. Are you going to be the best today? Or are you trying to be the best every day so now, you know, you can't you can't do that. You can't go fight that fight because you got to be the best next week to other people. I don't know. I'm just talking. You're just listening. I appreciate it. Don't forget, visit YouTube channel so you can see this video if you're uh, on the podcast, right? Um, all right, so how many books, courses, and symposiums do you need to take before you're qualified as a leader? Ooh, there you go. How many? Zero. Because I'm a leader and now, I mean, like I said, I've read some books, right? Uh, courses, you know, you could call the the chief season a course, kind of, right? Maybe, I don't know. What would you call it? Uh, symposiums. Um, I, I, there's a, what's a first class one? Uh, Enlisted Leadership Foundation over here. Uh, they're, they're everywhere, but they do events here in San Diego for their, E sixty five, I did one of those, right? But again, does the, all does all of that stuff qualify me as a leader, or is it the again for the military for the Navy listeners, right? My civilian listeners, 
bear with us, right? Or is it the board, the the all those master chiefs and all those officers and everyone that looked at all my all those packages for the whole navy all, that looked at our record of performance and decided that these were the chiefs for that year are they the ones that are qualifying us as the leader right just their their simple um not well i won't excuse me not simple because i'm sure it's hard i wouldn't want to do it right it, there for the week or two weeks just reviewing everything over and over um, simple is not the wor- right word, but that that process is that the sole indicator that you are a leader once your name comes out on the list. So, like a light switch, boom from E six name on the list, you're now a selectee. You are a leader, or were you the leader before as the E six? Some are, some aren't. Again, what what qualifies you? Is it a PQS? Some signatures, right? Is it experience? Could you be that 21-year chief, or excuse me, that 21-year first class and be the best leader that sailors have ever had? And would you be proud of it, or would you be ashamed because you're not retiring in khakis, so you feel unaccomplished, you feel like you're a failure, you feel like you haven't done the right, done, done your career right because you just did not get into khakis for whatever reason. But maybe to so many dozens of sailors out there, you've been the best leader they've ever had. So then the leadership is only defined by our uniform or what we wear or by some kind of, uh, you know, plaque thing. Right. What is it? What is it? What qualifies you? Again, let me if you hey, come over to the YouTube channel, light up these comments. Let's talk about it. let's have a conversation. All right. All right, how can uh, we then claim to produce such great leaders? Right, right. If we're not knowing what's qualifying them, qualifying us, right, then what makes us these great leaders? And this is something, you know, we've touched on again in a few episodes, um, recent ones. It's kind of like it's this built-up equity of moments from years, generations past where, excuse me, where the sailors and chiefs especially, right, um, but not just chiefs, sailors across, you know, whether Marines, Air Force, whatever, you know, it doesn't matter. Any branch, name it, right? Your soldier, sailor, airmen, Marines, where they've done such great things under, you know, fire, under pressure, under, you know, bad circumstances most of the time, right, that is built up the equity to for us to sit here and be like, yeah, yeah, we come from a long esteemed line of leadership. Yes, that that line is behind you though. So why why are we resting on that? Back there. What are we doing? What are we doing? We're right here in the future, right now. Stop talking about that stuff. What does that really matter? They're good stories, and they should remind you of the honor that you carry in serving um and serving in the uniform or in that position but you can't just always go back to those stories and be like yep that's why we're great no why are you great maybe you need to talk about yourself a little bit but maybe you need to explain why you earned it to your sailors or if you're in the civilian world maybe you need to explain it why you're at that position why it's been 15 years of your grind 
right, an experience that has gotten you to this spot that allows you to be called a leader, right? That and, and then that allows that conversation of manipula- manipulation to happen, so you can convince them to follow you. As with many military appreciation, and Laura, it was pain in blood of, of those before. Yeah, I just talked about that, right? Just talked about that. It's it's how how long are we going to keep going to the bank to try to cash that same check? How long? We are simply riding on the coattails of those few. Yep. All right. Talked about that. How should? Okay. So again, kind of, we've been kind of talking about this, right? How should we truly measure our greatness or leadership impact? How should we do that? The eval system, evaluation system, right? Most places everywhere has some kind of evaluation system. Um, you know, we, we are just right. We, we just wrote our E7 evals at work and we we're all sitting there kind of like twiddling our thumbs like, hell, yo, oh man, this is tough, right? And usually it's tough. People say it's tough because you didn't do shit all year. Well, you know, yeah, you're right. That's right. When you don't do shit all year, it's tough because then you're trying to make stuff up or you're trying to remember what you did do. Because we often forget or we don't think it's that significant. But then you got to take that insignificant or significant that you forgot about. And you need to get that into your eval. And you need to get in there, you know, nice and and packaged so it reads well. Right. Um, But, you know, something else we were talking about there as we were sitting around was like, where's, again, sorry sorry for my civilian listeners. But, like, for the Navy, we were supposed to change up the evaluation system. Right. It was supposed to be something different where you were graded by your seniors, you were graded by your peers and you were graded by like a one or two subordinates. Again, I don't like that word. I don't know why I just don't. It doesn't sound good, but they're going to grade you. And then now you have a more complete package of people looking at you as that leader and deciding, are you all that shit you talk on Facebook on all those little special pages, are you? Or maybe you're not, right? And let's be like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, man, we don't need junior sailors, um, uh, you know, grading us. That that wouldn't be good, right? Why? You scared? You scared? I'm not scared. Say what you're going to say. It's going to be true. Or, it's going to be true or it's going to be a lie. And part of the built-in package was going to be able to weed out those those random way outside the the you know the the minutia of numbers, right? Everyone's grading you, let's just say average like sevens in an area, and then one person doesn't matter if they're they might be senior. They might might be junior, might be senior. All of a sudden just put out a one. One being the lowest, not good. Right? All of a sudden there's a one. Why? Explain that one. Let's go back now and explain that one. And part of it too was like a gut instinct thing. It was supposed to be like, hey, um, you're grading me, Josh Moore, and you have 15 minutes. Go. Right? (coughs) Excuse me. And why was that? Because, oh, excuse me. Damn. You're going to get gut reactions. Right? When you read something and you're like, you know, how did when you do a customer survey at the end of a telephone call or something, mostly, you know, 
maybe not greatest example, but you're going to read something and you're going to click boom, 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 boom. And maybe you're lazy and you're like, I'm just going to get fours all the way down. Okay. Or maybe you read it and you're like, oh no, that sucked. One. Boom. Major, just natural instinct. You knew that sucked, so you immediately went to one. Next one, and eh, that was all right. Three. And it's that gut instinct is what they're going for. I don't know what happened in that program. I don't know if it's alive, just in the closet somewhere. I don't know if COVID killed it. I don't know what happened, but it'd be it'd be nice to see some kind of new evaluation system. All right. Yeah, and I think that I got I think that's it for this video. This podcast episode. You know, again, like I don't want to come off too much as like bitching and griping or complaining and I definitely don't want to come off as I know how cuz I don't. I'm just as lost as as everyone else should be lost, right? I'm just trying to figure out. I'm grasping at straws every day, you know, um, you know, asking for help. What do we do here? What do we do there? Some things are easy, right? Some things I know. Hey, this is what we're doing. Hey, this is how we take care of that. This is how we take care of that. But not everything. But it's just this, you know, this. Again, I kind of led with like people, people asking me like, hey, it's a really good. Uh, or they're grabbing leadership things from it or commenting on leadership. Well, this is what I think of leadership. And I don't think I'm the one to be representing leadership in a, you know, Navy wide kind of spectrum. Right. I don't think that's me. Uh, someone's out there. I'm sure they could do it better than me. Right. Um, maybe. I don't know. I, I know some good people that could probably do it. Right. Uh, that are, are much well read in on, you know, those books and formal and have gone out of the way to learn. And, and their experience is far vast more than mine. Right. It's just way more experience than mine. So, you know, I appreciate everyone listening. I appreciate you stopping by and, um, you know, just hanging out with us for a moment again on the YouTube channel, Bravo Zulu on the YouTube channel. If, uh, you are listening, go ahead and stop by, check it out, watch it again. After you just listen to it or just go watch it and don't forget to uh, like, and subscribe, turn on notifications on the YouTube channel and all that good stuff. Yo. All right. Yo, we out. For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit anchor.fn backslash bravazulu podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and individuals involved and do not represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respected institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.